Welcome to Potter Familius. Coming to you from Fairhope, Alabama. I'm Todd Sylvester. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> Stefan Sylvester. Why are you laughing? You look so creepy. So weird. You look so creepy. That's mean. How dare you? Hello. That's not what I was doing. That is exactly. I was smiling at you like a good son. No, you. that was a creepy smile. False. That was like, come on out here. I don't know what you're talking I'll about. I'll kill you. This is great. No, see, that sounds more like something that my wife would say in jest. When did the first smartphone come out? I mean, do we consider oh, the iPhone the, I, the first smartphone? Well, technically no, but it was the it was the phone it was the smartphone that made smartphones ubiquitous. And even at the beginning, it didn't. Was the BlackBerry considered a smartphone when it? Well, sort of, yes. With the QWERTY keyboard, and you could technically do things like access the internet from it and do some of the things. Even though that, it was clunky. Well, that's what I mean. It's like some, like a lot of people would use Blackberries for that type of work, knowing that it was clunky, but they didn't mind because. So, they what it was year amazing. are we talking about? How long? I think it was 2010 that the first one came out, right? No. Or was it earlier than that? Was a little bit earlier than that. I think it's officially it's been like 13 years. So 08, 07 or 08? Yeah. Yeah. Right in there. Because I've watched the video on YouTube of the unveiling. It's wild. And golly, I loved hearing Steve Jobs talk. Yeah. Golly. The dude him. dude was a visionary. Yep, he was. And he was, I mean, all the, pretty much everything, good and bad, that people have said about him I think is true. But Boy, he was a visionary. But this is the crazy thing is already culturally, we feel like it's absolutely ingrained in us to have smartphones. Like like you just can't live without a smartphone. And we're Mm -hmm. talking about something that's only been around, let's say, for 13, 14 years. Well, but look at the, I mean, it's an exponential curve in terms of growth and cultural acceptance of technology. Because for, I mean, y'all understand what that means, right? An exponential curve is one that gets steeper as it continues. Mm-hmm. So the changes are happening faster and being adopted faster as time moves forward. And there's all this, all these predictions that people have made about where the ceiling is of what's possible in terms of our technological advancements. But smartphones are a good indicator of exactly how fast that moves, right? Mm-hmm. Because they've become something that even if you don't have a smartphone, you know exactly what it is and you generally know what it can do. And even if, by the way, you're not familiar with how to use it, it's pretty intuitive. Like people can pick it up pretty quickly. And the stuff that smartphones can do nowadays is just wild. Well, the question is, is it 100% blessing or I don't want to say 100% curse? Well, it's obviously neither one of those. I mean, it's going to be somewhere in the middle, right? It's not not all good. I'm not seeing the praises of smartphones. I'm just saying there are going to be people actually that would judge it as 100% one or the other because I've I've seen people do videos where they smash them. Oh wow! Because they're they're like it's destroying our family, it's destroying our lives, and they take them outside and hit them with a hammer. And as a dad, I'm like, oh man, you could have just sold it. It's like those things are expensive. Yeah, if you really want to get rid of it, that's fine. You're making your point, but sell it. Don't smash it with a hammer. I did recently travel, Mm -hmm. and I flew into one big airport, and then I flew from there into a kind of a smaller one. And I do a lot of people watching mm-hmm. when I'm in these airports. And As one does. Right. Well, a lot of these people weren't. They weren't doing people watching. Really? They were looking at their phones. 
Oh. As an anthropologist, and I'm not really one, but I was well, sitting there and okay. I, I was looking around going, there is no one that I can see, even the people working here, mm-hmm. who are not looking at their phones. Right. So that's obviously a cultural change. And you've seen those videos or those photos rather from concerts and they'll take bands that were playing 15 years ago and what the crowd looked like and then bands five years ago same band i think they've even done it with same venue and you can just see all the phones all the screens that are in the air and it only took 10 years right and i think like i see your point everybody talks about how like oh look everybody's just got their face in their phone all the time and Sure, okay, that is a negative consequence of everyone having access to basically a tiny TV and computer in their pocket all the time. Right. Is no one is talking to people, or at least not on a large popular scale. No one is talking to the community about the dangers of using your smartphone too much. Although there are some doctors who are talking about screen time and how it hurts your vision over time and that sort of thing. Um Nobody's really discussing the psychological aspect of needing to look at a screen all the time and the dopamine that you get from that. Well, because or serotonin I think, I think or whatever we're it is. still so early into this. We just talked about it. We're only yeah. talking about 12, 13, 14 but, years. But think about what smartphones have done that's good, though. Because Oh, I'm, I'm an advocate. I, yeah. I, in fact, I'm one of those guys that will admit it would be really difficult for me to function without mine. Yeah, me too. Because I am super dependent on the calendar. Mm-hmm. I frequently check the weather as a guy that does a lot of landscaping stuff. I frequently check the weather. I, what else do I do? I mean, I like the connectedness of my emails. Yep. I, I like getting those text messaging, mm-hmm. I think is wonderful. I really like text messaging. I love the fact that I can FaceTime my family members who mm-hmm. don't live close by. Yeah. I, I love that. There's I'm, a lot of those things there that I'm sure. going to say, Stefan, are very much blessings in oh, my yeah. life. Oh, yeah. And I was I was going to agree with you. I didn't realize that you uh, were going to say all that stuff. But I was looking recently at the first pictures that I took of our kiddos when Edith was born and when we just had Edie and Eli. Um, and the picture quality is insane in comparison from what I was taking with that phone that I had years ago to what I'm taking with the phone that I have now. Right. And it's not like, I mean, I, I didn't notice that it was that big of a difference until I looked back and compared side by side. Yeah. And I was like, golly. Now that is another thing that as a 53 year old guy walking around with a high quality phone and slash video camera, that is incredible mm-hmm. that that can sit in your pocket because I had a video camera that took a full cassette VHS tape I remember at one that point thing. in time yeah. with a battery that weighed about 50 pounds. I remember. So you, you, would, you wouldn't bring that everywhere. No. I mean, it was only specific events and things like that. And when you were taking pictures, you had film, so you would scarcely take photos. Right. And you had to really think about what you were doing. Oh, in fact, I was a little irritated the other day, this past weekend, I handed my phone to someone to take a picture of me and, and uh, your sister Marie. And then I didn't even check it afterwards. She just, you know, gave it back to me. Well, later on I was looking at it. She took like 20 pictures, which I guess is the normal thing. 
But I'm sitting there going, I don't want 20 pictures. Well, you have to make sure. I mean, she probably just wanted to make sure that she got a good I, one for you. See, you're, you're talking being to nice. an old guy who it used to be film. Right. Like, you, you had the, the longest piece of film that you had was 36 exposures. Mm-hmm. So 20 pictures, to me, is like the whole vacation. And That's I, the whole vacation. I only barely remember ever even using a camera that had film, which is crazy to me. Um, I know, and you're about to turn 30. So, yeah. I mean, it's... It, it, I'm, this is, I'm, this is I'm how technically fast. a millennial. I'm this just an older millennial. This is how fast it's going. Yeah. I mean, it is just going so fast. So when we come to the smartphone, blessing or curse, I'm going to say a lot of blessing. It also is very sad mm-hmm. how addictive it is. Yeah. You know, now I'm not on social media, so I'm not sitting in the airport checking Facebook and Instagram mm-hmm. and checking Snapchat and whatever else is out there now. Yeah. Uh, I'm not on Twitter. I'm or not doing TikTok. all those things. TikTok right. Is the big so one. so a lot of those things. I did check the news. I was checking the news and I and I was looking up, you know, yeah. about the building collapse in Miami and well, I was praying look, for those people. In in about ten years there'll be all these studies that have been completed by then that will show what using a smartphone regularly from a young age does to you psychologically and what are good practices going forward that can help us to address whatever problems are happening that we're seeing in real time. But it takes time for us to figure out what's the best way to address the negative consequences of something becoming so uh, so popular so fast. And I agree with you. My fear is going to be this. If they came to me right now and said, hey, you need to cut back on the use of your microwave and you can only use it for two minutes a day, once a day. Mm-hmm. I don't think people would listen to that. I think they'd be like, forget you, man. This is what I need to warm up my food and to make my popcorn or whatever. Well, look, some, some aspects of culture have been changed by smartphones in a way that is permanent, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about they'll, they'll treat smartphones with sort of the same... And granted, I don't think this is a perfect comparison, but they, I believe, will come out with, and when I say they, I mean the government or doctors or whoever, someone will tell Western culture, modern Western culture, like, hey, we're going to come out with similar uh, warnings for using smartphones and using media devices kind of the same way that we did for cigarettes, and over time, obviously, that's gotten stricter and stricter as people see the negative consequences and fewer and fewer people smoke, right? Right. Now, I don't think that that will happen with smartphones in terms of, I don't think they'll phase out of culture and society completely, but I think that people will see the value uh, or they will see the wisdom of not giving their five-year-old an iPhone. Right. Which, I'll tell you, we've changed our rules. Mm-hmm. We changed our rules because we don't have a home phone anymore. Yep. So, Jane, your sister, was the youngest so far of our children getting a smartphone because she was home by herself with her younger brothers and there mm-hmm. was no home phone. Yeah. You don't have to justify it to me. I get it. Yeah. It's just the world has changed and now we have to deal with the change. So to the to answer the question, blessing or curse, I mean, it's a little bit of both, obviously. Yeah. But I think it's more of a blessing. And, and I'm going to agree with you on that one. In the comments, let us know what you think about it and your own personal experiences. Smartphone. Blessing? Or curse. Y'all, thank you so much for listening. You're awesome.